Hey everybody, welcome back to the District 3 Podcast. My name is Irvin. This is episode 141. Hola, Maribel, saludándolos. Um, I'm happy to be back. Maribel is back after an absence of oh how many weeks? Oh my God, it's been like three weeks. Has it been three I weeks? I think it's been three oh, weeks. Oh man, it's been terrible. La I mean, last time I just put it on the wrong day on my calendar. Urban yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> texts me like, hey, where you, where you at? And I'm just like, I'm home? Like, what? We were right here waiting for her. Like, I know. Just waiting I was like, for Maribel to Oh, my out. gosh. What? I was like, yeah. I need to start sending those email uh, on oh, Google. Like, yes. the, like, just put it in the email so that you get, like, a notification so we don't forget. I forget I, sometimes, Yes. Too, so. so that's actually what I do. And it's not that I forgot. I just scheduled it for the wrong day. For Thursday, I think. For Thursday. Because, like, in yeah. my mind, like, we had been doing it on Thursday. So yeah, it was yeah. kind of... So I, yo, tranquila. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I was like, oh no. And I even sent you a screenshot. I was like, I swear I had it on my calendar for tomorrow. <laughs> it happens. But I'm okay. here. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. glad you're here. Yes. And uh, what have you been up to actually in this time that you've been gone? Oh my gosh. So I started summer school. So okay. um, I am enrolled as a full time student now at hey. the University Oxford Teacher University. Okay. So I am going to be a full-time student, um, and so I'm going nice. for my bachelor in education. Hey. So I'm really excited. So I've been doing summer school, kind of like a college prep, and I need it porque ya tengo mm. como 20 años que no voy a la escuela. I feel you. <laughs> so I needed a refresher. So we're doing that summer class, and then my first day of class is, I believe, August 30th. And so it's... I'm really excited. Like, I'm really excited. I feel like I'm in a good place in my life where I'm like, okay, like, my kid's about to graduate high school. He doesn't need me as much. So mm -hmm. I'm like, this is the perfect time. And, I mean, let me promote this program. It is an amazing program. So if any of y'all interested in becoming teachers, maestras, por favor. So the REACH program, um, you you apply f with them, and it's so affordable that by the time you graduate, you graduate with, like, no student debt. So, like, the way I'm doing it is, like, mine's, like, a four-year pathway. And so every um, every month is a fee of $75. What? Wow. Yes, $75 a month. Okay. So you apply for your, like, FAFSA, and then the, the rest of your tuition is uh, – covered by um, partners, like uh, community partners. Gotcha. So basically, yes. That's cool. Yes. Well, so I'm the state of Arkansas and Louisiana, like this program is there. So I'm really excited. And I need more people to take advantage of this. We need more teachers. Do they have a master's program that way? <laughs> Not through them, but <laughs> but we can look into that. Okay. Well, there you go. So, if you're so interested. REACH program, REACH University. Look into it. Or hit up Maribel on social media and ask her uh, more questions. Yes, too. yes, yes. And uh, joining us today is a friend of the podcast and also my former teacher. Her and also my coworker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> her official title is Digital and Cinema IB Film Instructor at Sprino High School, Miss yes. Rochelle Moore Nichols. Thank you for joining us, Miss Yes, Ms. thank you for having me. I'm going to call me. you Miss Moore because that's what I um, called you when I was a student. Don't let my son hear you. He'll correct you. <laughs> what? It was, he'll say Moore Nichols? He'll be like, it is Mrs. Nichols. Oh, okay. Nichols. So no. what do you go by, though, in, in Sprino High School? Um, well, it's kind of weird um, <laughs> because a lot of my kids that I get – are siblings of other kids I've had. Mm -hmm. So we're like second generation, and sometimes even oh, I didn't think about that. cousins. And yeah. so they all know me by, oh, yeah, you're Miss Moore. Yeah. My cousin had you. Yeah. And I'm like, 
yes, it's me, but it's also Nichols. And so it confuses them. But I mean, I just, I really, I don't care. Just you're at school. Yay. Yes. Um, You're not calling me bad names. Yay. (laughs) Right. So what year was it? Was it 2009 or 2010 when you started at Spring High School? January 2010. I came in at semester. I had um, (laughs) two weeks. They called me on uh, the week before I was supposed to go back to work for my previous job and said, hey, you got the job. And so I had to pack up, get my resignation, find an apartment Mm -hmm. and get moved up here. And it, and it was uh, because Ms. Ray had retired, right? Yes, yeah, she retired at semester. So then I got to come in mm. with your class. And, yeah. Um, we were like the guinea pigs of the transition that was oh, going yeah. on. Bless you guys. Yeah, but you it was You guys had been though. through a lot. Um, <laughs> and it, yeah, it was good. It was kind of, it was different for me because where I had previously taught was a career academy. So you had four schools come to you at a time, mm-hmm. right? In the morning, afternoon. Um, at a high school, you have, you know, six periods a day, technically seven, but one's a plan. Um, so it's a little bit different, right? And you have a whole lot more kids and a yeah. whole lot more names you got to learn. Right. Mm. Um, so it was, it was definitely different. Um, but kids are always just kids. So that part. Was it a very is. diverse school where you came from? Um, it was. It was in um, Camden, Arkansas. So... Okay. Um, it was high poverty, so and um, uh, minority based. Okay. So that wasn't that wasn't a big adjustment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, being a preacher's kid that I am, we had moved around a lot through my childhood, and one place we lived was Chicago. Gotcha. And so when we lived in Chicago, um, our church was referred to as the mother church. So you know we had a Vietnamese church, a Hispanic church. Um, a Filipino church, African church, everything, Vietnamese, mm-hmm. like a whole list. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was surrounded by so many different cultures then yeah. that I had I'd been exposed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which was beautiful because things always have a way of working out, right? Yeah. And that was one of my questions when I was interviewed was, you know, how do you feel about working in a diverse school? Which really cracked me up because I was like, that's what I do now. <laughs> yeah. I lived in Chicago. Have we met? <laughs> yeah, I lived in Chicago, or you know, you had ten different nationalities right. in my classroom, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it wasn't that part wasn't a a big transition. That was a, a welcoming, mm. you know. Makes sense. So it was 2010, and like you said, I was in that class that you. Um, that you were teaching, and you, at that moment, you were teaching. Was it? It was Bulldog News that you were, right? You were uh, managing. Would that be the correct well, term? Well, kind of. So our class um, is part of the Career Technical Education Program of Television Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. We've now changed it to Digital Cinema. Okay? okay. So it's the same kind of class. It's just we we've. Uh, is there made a reason the for that change? Uh, marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay, kids don't really. You know, the word TV doesn't sound that uh, flavorable. Yeah. But you add the digital. Digital, mm. yeah. And sometimes cinema, and it's like, oh, yeah, gotcha. that sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, but the curriculum is just the same. Okay. The curriculum hasn't changed. You know, we update the curriculum. Every several years, we'll get together, and we'll rewrite it, and then professionals go through it to make sure that it is up to date. 
Um, but that, that didn't change. So um, it's a three-year program, and so students can come in and they take what we refer to now as Digital Cinema One, um, and then they come back for Digital Cinema Two or Digital Cinema Three. And with that, they do Bulldog TV. Okay. So Bulldog TV, of course, has changed over the years. Um, because, I, you know, my philosophy always is our clientele are the students in my classroom. That's my clientele, right? Mm-hmm. So if I go in there and I tell them, this is what we're going to do on your show, then they have no ownership, right? right? Yeah. It's important that they have ownership on the show. Mm-hmm. So they'll come in, like, next week, they'll come back. Okay, what are we going to start doing? Now, they have things they have to learn, right? Mm-hmm. They've got to make sure they understand three-point lighting, whatever. Um, but they have a big say in how all that goes, yeah. the flow of it. And that's that's one thing I, I appreciated of you as a teacher is that you didn't really limit our creativity when we were trying to do – I remember we were doing, like, a movie once, and you were just letting me do whatever I wanted to do as long as it wasn't, like, you know, bad. As and long as were, it's not yeah. illegal yeah, and yeah, nobody's yeah. getting hurt, it doesn't yeah. go against school policy, yeah. we're good, yeah. you know? But I just felt like – I felt very free because I'd just be walking around with, like, the camera at all times. Yes. And then when, when, you're th- when you're in that production class, you get, you know, the ability of being able to walk around the school sometimes without being questioned. You know, yeah. <laughs> no one would be so like. So you were like the cool <laughs> kid with the camera yeah. walking around. Oh, like, yeah. My camera is my hall pass. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we have said that sometimes in, in a, when a kid's like, don't I need a pass? Well, now we really do need passes. Right. So we take passes with us right. because almost everybody has some form of a camera. Right. So we can no longer, can't use that anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think. Like, like I said, that was really free, uh, made me feel very free and le- allowed me to challenge myself and my creativity and, and, and know that my teacher was supporting me in this aspect was super uh, important to me. Um, how have things changed from that first class that you taught with us, <laughs> which at that time it was, it was pretty hectic as, as it is, right? We were tr- you were transitioning to your yeah. ideas and, and maybe the way that you did And then things. you add yeah. everything else, you know, yeah. and the digital, you know, media that has come I out. Mean, well, and the funny thing is, is when I when I did this in college, you know, we shot on VHS tapes. Um, oh, VHS. Yeah. yeah when VHS, I, <laughs> it, like these little, you'd call them decks. They look like fancy, fancy VCRs. Um, and that's how you would edit. And then when I started teaching in 2004, I had to learn because it was all nonlinear. Right. And it was like, oh what is this? So cool. <laughs> yeah, this is fancy. And actually, one of my kids taught me, mm. um, which was, you know, wow. uh, which is how it should always happen, actually. Um, but, I mean, it's changed a lot. The structure of it has changed. The equipment the cameras have definitely have changed. changed. The cameras. <laughs> have we had those changed. box cameras back in the day. Oh, man. You guys shot those. on mini DVs. <laughs> I missed those. Oh, the, miss those. the little circle. Oh, my God. The mini DVDs where you can have control track errors. This generation doesn't know what that means. Yeah. It all plays fine because yeah. it's just, you know, it's just a video file, media file. I feel file. like I was part of that last class before things changed just in the school in general. Oh, absolutely. Because construction was happening whenever yes. I was there. Yes. And then, like, I think the next year it was done. It was done. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm in the process right now. Um, I've made a Google site for 
Bulldog Media Production, which is what mm. we're, our overall name is, right? And in that, we have a section about the classes, you know, what they offer. And then we have video archives. So I'm going through painfully. And it felt that <laughs> it is and, and burning all this stuff that's on these DVDs that I have found. And we're talking all the way back to 2004. Um, so then upload to YouTube to then put on the, server. the site, right? Yeah. Just don't so, put any embarrassing ones. I mean, oh, I can't. Well, <laughs> there's there's some embarrassing ones. We, in there, we can't. They can't. They couldn't transfer that information into like actual digital media because it was so long ago, Irvin. Yeah. So you you locked out. You locked out. <laughs> I'm sure I can find something. You know? <laughs> Don't worry. I always um, do. Uh, I, I found a music video that some of your classmates made. I found uh, that. I mean, so it's been really cool because I'm seeing all this stuff and. Was it I, was it the Edwin and Tony Lenendrick one? I haven't found that one yet, but it oh, was, was one that Crystal one. did. I remember they were um, in the studio, like, making that song. Yeah. And I thought I was so cool. I was like, can I help out? Like, I, I'm pretty good at writing stuff. <laughs> and I went in there, and all my stuff was like crap. And, I, <laughs> and, I, and, they, and they had, like, good they had good, good stuff, stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to yeah. make my way out the door. I'm I, just here for support now. I think I found the Mr. SHS that Edwin was in. Okay. Um, did, you ever, did you ever, were you there whenever I did the PSA on sneezing on your hand and not sneezing on people? That it was really popular. Like I had, I had students Possibly. come up to me. And they were like, they were, they were doing it like to me and stuff. They were like, oh look, I know how to do it. And I forgot if it was when you were there. I found our census, the sound, the census video. Oh, I did find census. that. That one's. I've got that in the process of uploading. Okay. So I'm in the process. It's, it's a huge stack, but all those will be on the website. So okay. you know you can go back and you'd be like, oh, there's 2009, 2010. I see some of your old stuff. So you're gonna you're gonna separate it by year on yeah. YouTube. Well, school years. Okay. Because our our school years are you know it's yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. So you That's can so go cool. in and you can look. Um, yeah, it'd be really cool when they're all done. That feels like that'll take a long a long time though. It to does. Do. It took a <laughs> lot of my summer. Um, oh, no. I mean, it's, you just sit just there. T- it's tedious. That's it. It's like you can tedious. sit there and watch whatever you're doing or yeah. work on other school stuff, but it's just it takes. And it's it's not hard. It just has like all these little steps that you have to yeah, do. Right. And then some of them they'll have like several files on them because yeah. that's when we did like data DVD. So oh, you would put the DVD man, in and you would yes. put multiple video files yes. on it and they're saved and ready to go. So yeah. then you have to play through them. All of them. I it's forgot, crazy. Did, did we ever get to, I forgot if we got to actually enjoy those new computers when we were there. I kind of oh. feel like we, like the year after, no, actually that year, Right when we were leaving, I think the new computers were The there. new computers came, and we've yeah. had new computers since then. I know, because every time I go, it's like more advanced computers. Yeah. I'm like, man, back we, in my day. We have been very... <laughs> back in my day. Wow. We, we've been very blessed. I mean, I can remember the year that we had, like, one working camera. Um, <laughs> it was the old studio cameras that we had, the HDVs. Man, they, whew, they were so old. And but we got to the point where we only had one working. But man, we made it work. Yeah, and, you know we did good. We handled business. Right. You just got to mm-hmm. do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. You know life is never perfect. Right. You just how you roll with it. Um, but it's changed a lot. The set has changed completely different. Uh, but this one we will have for a while because it was expensive, <laughs> and my poor husband worked on it a lot, so it'll mm-hmm. say. Um, you know the studio no longer has carpet. 
actually has acoustic panels. Oh. Um, we now have so much gear that the old control room is now the equipment room. So it's lined up with cabinets that have all the gear that's labeled. Mm. And when you get ready to check gear out, we can scan it. Not in my day. In and out. <laughs> I mean, it's so nice. It's and it just nice. goes straight to your computer. Like, there's a record right there. Oh, it's nice. It's nice. Wow. So let, me, let me ask you this. Why do you, why do you think it's important to have this class or these opportunities in schools for kids like media production oh yeah i mean just basically right. everything that you do because it's you do a lot mm. we wear different hats many of them right but what how do you how do you see the benefit like school-wide right kid-wide like what is i don't know well job market mm -hmm. number one yeah um something i always tell my kids is that you, when you come in it's you're not just going to learn how to be an anchor mm -hmm. okay you have to learn the whole process yeah. because in this world you walk in and you're like, Hey, I can do media production. I can shoot. I can edit. Mm -hmm. I'm a turnkey operator, right? I can mm -hmm. do it all. Right. They're going to hire you. Right. And we're seeing ever since COVID the need for media production. I mean, ah. COVID really shed the light of, yeah. Hey, we need people to operate cameras and operate mm. media. Yeah. I mean, there was a company that did plumbing not too long ago, a couple of years ago, they were hiring a video content. Yes. Yes. Video content. Yes. A plumbing company. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you look at real estate. Real estate's always hiring people. Mm -hmm. uh, so it is a constantly growing market. Right. But it's also a market that's fun creatively. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you can sustain, you can get a job, you can also use your creativity. For me personally, why would I say take my class, um, is because our class just isn't a class, it's a family. Mm -hmm. So the most important thing ever for a kid coming into high school is you have to find your place. Mm -hmm. Like, where's your place? Who is your group? Where do you need to go? Mm -hmm. um, what are you going to be a part of? And I think at Springdale High School, we are incredibly blessed with a lot of different options for that, right? We have all the academies, we yeah. have theater, we have band, we have choir, um, we have Bulldog TV, mm -hmm. we have athletics. And so you have all these places where people can belong to. And I think Bulldog TV, Bulldog Media Production, you know, all the same thing, is one of those places. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, and I think that that's one thing that's just important. We have a big, I mean, Irvin can tell you better than I can. We are just, we have a sense of family in there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we are, we are with each other no matter what. Mm -hmm. I mean, my kids will call me out. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. Because I mean, we all need those. I mean, I have no problem yeah. with it. They, they know that. You yeah. know, I don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. And I will quickly listen to them if they do or if they think they have it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's that mutual respect that is so important. Yeah. You're practically like our school mom when we were there. Yes, I've been told that. Yeah. You give off that vibe. You they would call me um, Mama Moss is what they would call me. But that's, that's oh. good. That, yeah. that just kind of shows, you know, that you're Definitely. a great teacher. Thank that you. people yeah. can, can really. I know I can tell. I, I feel like comfortable. Like I can tell you anything and yes. not feel like. Like you're gonna go tell the whole world, or no. you're gonna like judge me, you know? No. And I feel like we were all kind of going. Well, just students in general go through a lot of stuff when they're in school, and sometimes they need 
a teacher to be understanding of why they didn't get an assignment done within time or they were late to class and stuff like that. And I always feel that you just kind of led the the class like flow. You wouldn't like so sure you would approach people and be like, hey, what's going on? You know, yeah. like what's up? Because you want to know like what you can do yes, to help. Yes, yes, yes. But a lot of the time, teachers don't do that. So I think it's it it, it shows you know in your leadership. And uh, I remember just in general you giving me the opportunity to do the announcements. No, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this one teacher. One teacher told. <laughs> Once one one of my friends came up and he's like, "Yeah, my teacher said that that you have like the most mono, monotone voice and it doesn't understand why you're doing the announcements." And I'm like, "I thought I was doing a good job, you know." So I appreciated that you gave me that opportunity because it really helped me become more confident. You don't learn if you can't do. Yeah, like right? I, like even whenever even something like whenever I ran for office and I had to call people and ask for <laughs> money, I already right. had that experience of just yeah. like speaking loudly in front of people. Right. And I didn't have that fear, and that helped me a lot. And then with, with Bulldog News, a whole other thing, you're in front of the camera, mm-hmm. and the whole, the whole school sees it, and it, it does help confidence. I don't know. If, I don't think that's, of course, like the priority when it comes to giving the news, but um, in a student's life, I feel like it does a lot. I think it's a huge deal, and that also goes to what you were asking me about, about what Bulldog TV does for kids, you know, that confidence. And I never really thought about that, but that's a really big it's a confidence thing, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, for us, you have to call – you have the kids have to make the contacts. If they're doing a story or they're doing a film, I'm not calling the places. I'm not yeah. setting up the locations. Mm-hmm. That's not my job. Yeah. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'll help them if they need help, you know, but they have to mm-hmm. make the calls. They have to do the work, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that kind of helps because a lot of times you don't necessarily know, hey, you need to call the Chamber of Commerce and ask them yeah. about whatever because um, they may not know what a Chamber of Commerce is or if it actually exists. But I think <laughs> there are those like con- conversations that are opened up through our projects that we do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that are actually lessons. I haven't thought about that. But those That's really true. You're literally, in a way, teaching life skills because another aspect is, you know, like you said, calling and, and setting up these meetings. Yeah. Uh, that helps a lot when you're an adult and you're in the real life. Yeah. And you're in the in the real world. You know? Oh, absolutely. Like you I, have I have a sister that she will not call to make doctor's appointments, nothing. So my other sister, we, you know, schedules them for her. And that happens a just, lot. Yes, yes. Where it's like, yes. and, and unfortunately, like when it comes to Latino families, Usually it's like the older woman in the family yeah. that gets all that responsibility. Yep. Like the parents look look to them and be like, hey, Maribel, can yeah. you make this doctor's appointment for oh, me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're triggering me. <laughs> 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 like, now I don't even want to schedule anyone's appointment. No, but you're right. Like that really, that really helped me as an adult. You know, I'm very comfortable placing a phone call now. Right. I have been for a while. Like I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. But I'll do it. Right. Like. You know, and and I'm okay with that. And so for me, it's like a little bit hard to understand. Like my sister, she just like will not do it. But you know, I understand like her, you know, anxiety or right. you know whatever gets a hold of them. And it's, I mean, you know, I've struggled with that as well. But it has been such a great like just life skill to have. Right. You know, it's so, especially working in media. Yeah. And public mm-hmm. relations and all Very this true. stuff. You know, you you have to be able to you know, speak and, you know, make mm-hmm. those calls. And, you know, it can be difficult if you 
you know, if you don't have a teacher like mm -hmm. Rochelle to teach you. Well, yeah. it's also the diversity factor, right? Absolutely. So when we have really diverse kids, mm -hmm. um, they may not feel really comfortable at all mm -hmm. in calling places, mm -hmm. right? Because there may be some language barrier or whatever. But you got to push them. You got to right. you got to help them find their voice mm -hmm. in more ways than one, right? Yeah. Um, to realize that no, you can, mm -hmm. right. you can do this. Yes. And you'll handle it. And mm -hmm. I've heard you say that in class to people. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard you be like, you can do this. Like, <laughs> and, and I yeah. mean, sometimes. I mean, you'll. I'll sit down and help them write or what they're gonna say. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not gonna send them out there on a phone call to make a phone call about something. Yeah. Just get on there and then sit there and be like, oh, uh, you I know, say? what am I going to say? Yeah. You know, we'll sit down and discuss what they're going to say so they so they have a script to help them, right? Mm -hmm. Always goes back to script. Yes. Pre-production is it's so, so important. helpful to have just like a guide <laughs> to go off of. Um, and it helps. It helps them. Yeah. And you, what, what, are the, what are the goals right now for, um, that you have for um, this class? This class coming For up. this year. What are some of the things that you well, want to do? We have some exciting stuff, I think. Um, one of the biggest things that we, the big O right now is that we have now been, um, uh, I don't even know what the word is. We're part of, I. we have an IB film class, so we're kind of also now part of the IB world. Um, which what does that stand for again? International Baccalaureate. Okay. Um, it's very fancy. fancy. Very fancy. It is very fancy, and the kids that take international... International. It looks great on your resume. Oh my gosh. What does that mean, back What is that um, supposed to mean? So put you on the spot. My you bad. are really putting me on the spot. I'll tell you, Shannon Green is who uh, you need to talk to about say, that. Yeah, but I mean, it's just. How do you even explain it? Yeah, it's it's such it's, and it's like nationwide, but basically, it's like this accreditation on whatever. It's international. International. Yeah. Uh, um, so it's it's like. It's like for really like smart people. <laughs> it's a uh... actually we talked about this today. It's oh. really for people that are ready to learn the skills. This is are ready okay. to do an examination intended to qualify successful candidates for higher education. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, and that's really vague <laughs> to what it, it is, but it, I don't. I feel like that's kind of like unless you're in. It, oh, it's kind of weird, but it's a it's a great program. For it kids. is. Gotcha. Just makes it makes a, their like kid resume, not kid, but like student resume look better. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, for a lot of colleges, oh, yeah. yep. okay. big colleges and stuff. And Shannon Green would be a great person for you to talk to because she could fill you in on all that stuff. I can give you her information. Okay. Um, but we're going to start offering IB film, and so some of their IB kids will take digital cinema, and then they'll take IB film and. I mean, that's, I'm real excited about that because we have Bulldog TV. We have that. And, you know, we have the news broadcasting. But I have really wanted film for a long time. Yeah. And film and broadcast, while they have a lot of similarities, are also very different. So having a class that's really going to um, dwell deep into cinema, into the theory of cinema, um, is exciting. <laughs> real exciting. A little scary. How do you manage all of that? Because that sounds like a lot to do. We just pray <laughs> and say, dear God, help me. Um, that's all we can do. Um, it is a ministry. That, you know, that's all you can do. I don't know. Ask me in May. <laughs> is, yeah. is that when everything starts or is that? That's the end of that's the school end. year. 
That's the end of school year. Ask me in May how I do oh, it. When does the school year start? Monday. Monday. Oh, this Monday? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry I made you come to this interview so so late. No, you're your good. Class, your you're class good. Time. Yeah. I appreciate good. you being here, though. It's PD would, week. <laughs> it is. I would never tell you no. Um, <laughs> you can, though. Um, <laughs> going in, transitioning into something about, like, saying no sometimes to people. Uh, yes. Taking care of your mental health. What yes. do you do to take care of your mental health with all this going on? Crickets. That's twice you Crickets. put her on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Um, Maybe this is just. A I think reminder for you, to you take know, care actually, for my health. mental health is the fact that I've learned to say no. Mm. That's that's. I I think, um, your mental health is also learning to be an advocate for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So in education, we talk all the time about you have to be an advocate for the kids. If you're not an advocate for the kids, go find a different job. Mm-hmm. Um. But you also have to be an advocate for yourself. You have to be, right? Because life will eat you up and spit you yeah. out and not worry. You know, what's that saying about, like, if you died tomorrow, they would just, re, you know, replace, replace you, you, right? Yeah. Um, you you have to learn how to place boundaries, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Because I used to be the person that thought it was my job to take care of everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? Um. I was a caretaker. I was a fixer. Even when I had a, a job on um, psychic investigators, right? It's a show on A and E. So, so, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. um, on, on psychic investigators, and I, my job was they were in Malvern, Arkansas, shooting an episode, and I was what they call the fixer. Mm-hmm. My job was to find a location, find extras, um, props, like. The prop house in Canada sent us a horse uh, belt buckle, and it was specifically had to be an eagle oh. because that's what the psychic sees. Yeah. Okay, this is based on real-life experiences. <laughs> and we found out, you know, an hour before the shoot, and I had to go find one. Found one, done, right? Yeah. yeah. So I've always been the fixer. That's yeah. what I do. Um, What's your sign? Gemini. Uh, I don't see you as a Gemini, though. I, I am <laughs> a Gemini Cancer border. I'm on 20, uh, 20th. Because I feel like Gemini sometimes can snap on you. But I, I'm also the middle child. Oh, uh, that's see, what it that, is. That, that, that's, that's what, what it is. is. I wish I was one of those people that could tell you, like, what's your sign. I just know that, like, Gemini doesn't really fit you. That's all I know. But yeah. I, you know a lot of, you know about this, don't you? Of course I do. So what, is, what does that tell you, the fact that she's a, a middle child? Does that say anything? Oh, this middle child? I mean, middle child has nothing to do with her sign. <laughs> no, that's why I'm a fixer and a control freak. Uh, I mean, that's, I yes. mean, when my parents got a divorce, I was like the mediator. Yeah. Um, that That's just, but then due to circumstances that I found myself in a relationship with an alcoholic that was mm. not a good situation, I ended up in a program called Al-Anon and realized you're only in control of your happiness. Right. Right. And you have to learn to say no and you have to learn to focus on yourself. Hey. So um, I think for me, that's my key to mental health and also watching trash TV. Trice? Trash? Trash. Trash TV. Trash like what? TV. What do you watch? Don't say The oh. Bachelor. Say what? Don't no, say the no, it's really worse than that. It's okay. Real Housewives. I know. <gasps> it's really bad. Listen. But you know, I mean, here's my thing. They have a lot of drama. And so I look at that, I'm like, thank you, God. I don't have that kind of drama. Yes. Right? It's stupid. <laughs> you I don't have, to watch have to trash TV that makes you feel better. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't have to process. I don't have to think. Man, I do that Monday through Friday. That's enough. Um, 
90 Day Fiance is my... Oh, yeah, I love that oh, one, too. Oh, yeah, my sister <laughs> turned me on to that one. It's really bad. But, I mean, then I, I always have to explain to my husband, because he's like, this is what you teach, but this is what you watch. And I'm like, I don't have to think. Right, right. I mean, I like it's shows yeah. that make me think, yeah. you know. Just not right now. But, man. There's enough of that. There's, there's too just, many things going on in the world that you need sometimes, like trash TV, to just yeah. bring you back down. And yeah. But you have to learn. you got to learn to say the word no. Yes. Okay. You have to. You have to. And no is a complete sentence, too. Yeah, and you're not supposed to be a people pleaser. Right. You're you're just not. One of the people are not supposed to be people pleasers. You're just supposed to be a servant, serve others, but not if it if it costs you your mental health. Yeah. One of the biggest issues that I have saying no is when people invite me to meet up because they want to talk to me about something that is important to them. Mm -hmm. But then I think about it sometimes and I'm like I really don't want to talk about this subject and I really don't have the time to do that. And sometimes that is hard for me to be like, no, because I don't want them to think that like what they're passionate about right. doesn't like doesn't matter to me. Right. So but, I, but but you have to set those boundaries for you. you. Have to. And yeah. I mean, for example, like if someone if this was like the other way around, if you were coming to me and you you know, you wanted to talk to me about something and I said, You know what, right now it's not a really good time. I'm not in a good space. Can we revisit this later? Yeah. Would you be mad at me? Uh I'm just kidding. No, it's all about the tone. It's all about the tone, and I and exactly in the delivery. So like I'm basically saying like I, I don't have the space for what you want to talk to right now. Talk about right now, and I wouldn't be a good listener. Mm-hmm. So there there would be no point in having this conversation because I you know I'm not 100 percent there. So yeah, and it's the heart behind it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when people know your heart mm-hmm. and they know what your goals in life are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their reaction to how you deliver something is always going to be different. Right. If a person is known as being a selfish person and they say that to me, I'm going to be like, mm. right. Bye. <laughs> right? But if I know, man, they do so much work, they work with people, their heart is so good, yeah, I get it. But then you're always going to have people that are just like right, and that goes to like you can be a people pleaser. You You can't. You're not going to please everyone, and you need to take care of yourself first. This is an important topic to me because I actually went to therapy about this. Oh, I'm still in therapy about this. (laughs) I spoke to my therapist about this. Yeah, it's so important, and I feel like all of us would benefit from like you know really drilling down on what our boundaries are because yeah. I mean there's different types of boundaries you have I have boundaries with my family I have boundaries at work I have yeah. boundaries with my son yes. there's different boundaries and like the only thing that I can tell you that has been like drilled into my head about boundaries is that if you let one person get away with that mm-hmm. like that's it yes. that's it you have to have to hold people accountable and you have to hold yourself accountable to maintain those boundaries because if you don't then everybody's gonna there's no point mm-hmm. and then they're not gonna believe you because you've said this again and again and they're like oh they changed their mind whatever <laughs> the you boy know? that cried wolf exactly and that's not fair and that's not fair yeah. for you because that can be very draining like talking to a lot of people yep. is draining you have to fill your cup up yes yeah even even extroverts get tired of talking to many people oh absolutely oh 100 <laughs> yeah because there's sometimes where it's just, and then people just don't understand the whole uh, dumping trauma on you. Oh, yeah, they yeah, They don't yeah. know that they shouldn't just be drop, dumping trauma yeah. on people that don't ask for it. Yeah. And uh, that can be very exhausting. And that's yeah. where you can say, like, as a boundary, be like, I'm going to stop you right there because I this is not something that I want to discuss. Like, mm. this, I just don't feel comfortable talking about this. Yeah. yeah. And so there's different ways, but it, it comes down to 
practicing. You have to practice, and you mm -hmm. and you have to keep yourself there, and you and it has to be constant. You know, mm -hmm. for for you, and it, it it's like basically you're retraining, you're unlearning and retraining yeah. yourself, and and it's okay to say no, and it's okay to to tell people like I I really don't feel like talking about this right now, mm. and the people who know you like Rochelle said, you know, will understand, you know, because that, we all feel that way sometimes, you right. know, we all feel that way, and and it's okay, and so I feel like. A lot of people will take it personal or will get sensitive about mm -hmm. like, oh, like they don't want to hang out. But that's that's on them and that's not your responsibility. You're not yeah, responsible true. for other people's feelings or no, reactions. No, literally saying what my therapist said. <laughs> because it, it, I heard the wrong business. Y'all need to become therapists. <laughs> I feel like I'm a therapist in the classroom all the time. It's okay. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But that's, you know, especially with students. And it, I feel like that's my passion also behind, you know, teaching. Yeah, is I'm that excited that you're doing I that. I know. Is that, you know, like I've learned, I've gone through it and I've learned all these things. And now I can be like, hey, let me share that with you. Not just like telling them like yeah. this is how you do it, but you have to role model that behavior. That's how they learn. Definitely. Well, I teach you the best gig ever. Yeah. It really, honestly, it really is. is, and it's not because we have summers off because we don't. Really, I wish <laughs> we need to we need to do a podcast just about that. You know, I because that's the that's the default. That's what people go. You know, when they have they want to say yes. something like, "Well, you guys get all summer off." Like, n mm -hmm. no, <laughs> no. Do you no? So I think we should do like a day <laughs> in the life of a summer summer teacher or summer uh, school teacher. Yeah, because it's like they still they're still you know putting lesson plans together like you can't really disconnect disconnect yeah. you have to do every like during my summers i'm doing everything that i wish i could have done during the school year yeah. for my class that right. i couldn't do during the school year because right. i was busy teaching right <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, right so i mean that's when you're able to be like okay i'll work on the website okay i'll yeah. you know, digitalize all those dvds okay now i'll go to all these workshops all these mm. little you know things. What are some of the uh, competitions that you, that you all compete in now? So we compete. Um, we still do the same ones. We still do a Skills USA, which mm -hmm. is uh, formerly known as VICA, which we refer to as a career and technical student organization. Um, so we still do that one. We do Arkansas Scholastic Press Association. We do Ozark Media Art Film Fest. We do a lot. Oh, that one's coming up. We do, <laughs> yeah. Um, we also do, we're going to go back and do a, Four State, which used to be called DUTV, um, Student Television Network. We do a lot of them. Um, and I will say, you know, competitions are not everything. Yeah. You know, um, at the end of the day, trophies just collect dust. Paper gets torn. I didn't right? want that medal, though, but didn't win it. <laughs> I didn't know. win it that year that we went. But. That video was cool. I don't care what anybody says. I well, agree. You You're talking about the Law Academy one, aren't you? The Law Academy still, oh. I don't know if they still use it today, but they used it no, like No, I have it. I know. It was so good. And that's what you need to focus on. Because yeah. that it's was ex great. It's experience of it. Yes. And it's the impact it has on it, right? Yeah. So um, I could teach TV production all the time, going, you know, doing whatever. But the competition, the great thing about competition is they go and they have four hours. Mm -hmm. So it's the closest to real world work experience I can give them right. yeah. is a competition. And that's how we do them, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so, we, yeah, we still we still compete. We do good. Do you all travel to Skills USA still? Like, do oh, we do Skills. That was fun, too. Um, we also now go to. just want to get out of school, Irvin. <laughs> 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 we do a STN, which is at our, that's our far, furthest one, and that'll be in Long Beach. 
Oh, uh, hey, if you need chaperones, just let me know. <laughs> you should get on that bandwagon. Just let there me know. There you go. Tiffany, you, you I would love to email. have you. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, you have my email. Just um, <laughs> it, you know, that's our longest one. And I love that one because, like, I have, I know, you know, have some former kids that work out there and some people that work out there. So we always make sure when we go on a trip like that, you know, we're going to actually explore Long Beach and we're going to see if we can learn anything about the industry while we're there. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um. It's pretty cool. And it's really neat because a lot of them haven't been to, like, places like Seattle. And so yeah. we took them to Seattle or Nashville, Tennessee. I mean, they haven't been there, right? We only got to go to Hot Springs, but Hot Springs is pretty cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do all the fun stuff now. That's what I hear. I don't, Seattle? I've never been to Seattle before. I've been to Seattle to. twice now with kids. Been to Washington, D.C. Uh, two or three times, and that's always – Actually, three times, and oh, uh, breaks once. my heart. The last time we went was for STN. We got there, and they canceled the competition when we got to the hotel because of COVID. Oh, no. It was 2020. And, oh, yeah, I remember, um, I remember you posting about that on social media. Oh, and y'all were broke. already there? We were already there, and um, we had to get flights back, and um, our superintendent helped us a lot get those flights back because mm-hmm. – we were literally stuck, and they were not help- that. But Dr. Yeah. Cleveland really got us. He got us back. Very thankful for that. And uh, but you know, he said, "I'll never forget it." He's like, "You make sure those kids get to see some Washington D.C. while they're there, mm-hmm. because when are you going to get to go right. back?" Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Such a good he was very adamant about that, so we made sure to do that the next day. Oh, and they got. To, I mean, they got to see the Martin Luther King one, yes. which is, and they got to see Abraham Lincoln and. You know, I have a shot at them all with their feet on the I Imagine spot. Oh, um, so sweet. That is like. What a neat experience to I, have that in school. Like, that's. That, it, well, it's and it beautiful. Hot Springs is cool, too. I mean, we're not no. bashing on Hot Springs. <laughs> I mean, Hot Springs is okay, but that's where my car got broken into the one time. Uh, um, yeah, no. But. They got Magic Springs there. It's. <laughs> Magic sport. And then they got that hotel where Al Capone used to stay at. Yeah, uh, National Baptist Hotel. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry see? to interrupt you for my Al Capone. Yeah, I was about to have a moment to watch the DC trip. Um, but it is beautiful. Yeah. You know, because um, I we took one of my girls, Marlene. She won't care if I tell the story. Um, but it was a really big deal for her. Um being of an immigrant family mm-hmm. and being born in Mexico, but then becoming a citizen here and being able to go, it was a huge deal, mm-hmm. you know? And it, yeah. and I mean, it, it, it doesn't, that, that whole factor, oh, every time I go there with my kids, it's always like, that's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there Washington is. DC, they read about it all yeah. the time, but yeah. for, to take them and they see the Vietnam war, uh, Vietnam, War Memorial, you know. Yeah. But they usually had the biggest one with Martin Luther King and Abraham Lincoln. Those two are the ones that really yeah. just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I'm oh. glad you got to experience that. And you you uh, touched already a little bit, but um, having this connection with your students, I feel like is, is super important to you. Yeah. And I think it's super important to your students. Yes. I'm really grateful that, you know, that you were my teacher and that you still continue to support, like, our ventures after 
after high school and continue to support us. Yes, um, yes. We've, we've, my, my wife, Myra, and I have been to your church, and we spoke to some of the, uh, the folks there about DACA, about mm-hmm. immigration, and uh, ha- ha- being able to do that, uh, but like initiating from a conversation with my former teacher, I think that's super cool that you um, saw the opportunity and saw that there was folks that could benefit from this education and that you uh, helped us be able to do that. Right. Um, what does that mean to you, the fact that, that, uh, that you still continue these relationships after high school and uh, your students feel like they can still feel comfortable coming to you afterwards and, and uh, checking in with you? So I think it goes back to how I started teaching. And that's, you know, my, that was not on my radar to teach. Well, let's just put that out there. Um, but it was very much... Uh, being a Christian in my faith, it was God put me in there because that was not not on my list. And yeah. God knew that was going to be my ministry. Mm. And I and I wholeheartedly believe, you know, your ministry, my ministry is not going to end just because the kid has graduated my class. Yeah. Right? It doesn't end. Um, it continues Clearly. on. Clearly. Right. <laughs> <We're here>. Obviously, <laughs> right? I graduated 12 um, years ago. <laughs> Wow, um, 12 years ago, yeah. Irvin. Let's not repeat that. That's <laughs> yeah, kind of. My that man, when did you graduate? Okay, exactly. Be, like <laughs> right, right after you did. Right after me, oh my goodness. <laughs> right after you did. Um, but I think it's, you know, part of that ministry is being an advocate. And you're, I don't know. I mean, that's just who I am. I'm mm-hmm. always going to keep in touch with my kids to see how they're doing, right? Yeah. Um, and we really have, we're pushing hard to grow an alumni booster right now with Bulldog TV. And we have some kids that are really, um, Giselle Magana has taken that on to work on it. Carlos mm-hmm. Trevino has taken that on. Maria Hernandez, um, Robert Nakasani, uh, to kind of build this alumni booster to get more alumni kids involved, right? Mm-hmm. Because I do keep in touch with all you guys. Yeah. Um, because you never, I mean, you just never know. You guys are part of my family. You don't yeah. just disappear. True. At least you better not. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just it's just part of the ministry, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, you know, yeah. we're a family, right? Families you. don't just end. Yeah. Okay, maybe sometimes they do, but ours only if they're toxic. <laughs> <laughs> only if they're toxic. <laughs> <laughs> then you set the boundaries. Then you set your boundaries. <laughs> um, I've learned that recently how to do that. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's it's rather it's nice. life changing. Yeah, it is. It's life. We'll have to talk about yes, it. It's absolutely. rather it's it's yes. It's a, it's. To reclaim that back, it's, it's yes. nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think for me, it's part of my ministry. It's while I'm he- why I'm here. Um, the whole thing about educating people about DACA is because I'm very fortunate that the church that I go to, the ladies in that church, support me 100. percent And so whenever I've had a kid with a need, yeah, they've helped me. Mm-hmm. They they hear me talk about my kids. Um, and they want to do whatever they can do to support, whether that's educating themselves, you know, um, whatever it is. Um, I have a group of ladies that want me to come in and talk to them about the Marshallese culture because they don't know about it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they want to be educated. So I'm fortunate to surround myself with those kind of people with the same, you know, heart of helping others, doing mm-hmm. what I got to do. But I think it, for me, it's just really... God's like, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're calling. in the right place. I, I'm not going to tell him no. <laughs> well, 
Well, you're in the right place. And thank you once again for making time to be here. Thank you. I really this is appreciate fun. it. Not I, near as, you know, nerve wracking. No, it's not nerve wracking. No, it's all family here. Yeah. We're all. Are, did you graduate from Spring High School? What do you mean? No. Okay. I was I about to say not. we're all like. Where'd you graduate from? Fayetteville. Oh, so you're a purple dog. We won't hold that against you. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> my kid, my kid is Springdale, so oh, I always, I'm like, but okay. my kid, he, he, Springdale since pre-K until like now 12th grade, so. Well, you also work for the district. I also I mean, work for the district. I did not go to school there at all. Yeah. But I'm like, you know. Y'all are honorary bulldogs. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't claim either one because I don't want anybody to come after me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Harbor that, and that's SHS. Kinda, that, yes, because that, my, cause my kid smart. goes to Harbor, well, so yeah. you know it's kind of like eh, I know, I know, on. and I'm just well, it you is know. What it is, though. It is what it is, but it's a good school too. Harbor is. It is. Of course, it is. <laughs> they got a yeah, a great so. new TV teacher over there, Tiffany. She's really, really yes, awesome. Yes. So that's my son's teacher. <gasps> yes. I love her. She is really, she really is my great. people. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. She's. Yeah. She is like me. Oh, really? Yes. She's really cool. I really like her. Yeah. I really so like shout her. out to Harvard because they got cool teachers over there, yes, too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cool absolutely. Students. Yes. Don't. Yeah. No. Really got to show the love. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> I, we won't get into that. I mean, we'll do competition. Competition is competition. Yeah. Right? Healthy competition. Healthy please. competition. But we always show love. Video, soccer, football. Everything. Yeah. compete, but. But we um, always show we're love. All, we're all one. Yeah. We're spring dough. That's yes. right. Um, but yeah, thank you once again for being here, Ms. Moore. Nichols. You're welcome. And we appreciate you. And thank you for for all you do and for being a great teacher for being a great leader and for being very empathetic i think that's that's something that i when i think of you i think of empathy think about helping people and about listening um and for those listening and for those that can make a a change in the state raise teacher salaries please because there's a lot of teachers around the state we're very blessed in springdale that that uh, teachers get paid uh, pretty good there but there are folks you know around the entire state that that uh, are not getting paid enough and are putting in their own money for supplies and and uh, we definitely need to pay teachers more uh, but that's the end of episode 141 uh, signing off Irvin Maribel we'll catch you all next week adios <laughs>